Welcome to Ready for Baby. I'm your host, Gigi Vera Vincent, a postpartum doula on a mission to empower you with evidence-based prenatal and postpartum education. Through engaging conversations and expert interviews, we'll tackle misconceptions, making knowledge more accessible and equitable for your pregnancy journey. Join us as we delve into the challenges and triumphs of parenthood from newborn sleep to postpartum healing. We're here to create a supportive community, offering clarity and guidance for a safe and fulfilling pregnancy and early parenthood. Ready for Baby is more than education, it's an avenue for change. Together, we'll advocate for better access to care and improved support systems. Subscribe now and revolutionize your approach to pregnancy and parenthood. Let's embark on this incredible journey together. This week, you'll hear my conversation with Shamisha Ebotaman. Shamisha, a Nebraska native, an RN of 12 years, wife, mother, and founder of Her Story, Inc., While working in several Orange County hospitals, the lack of representation and resources for birthing families of color were non-existent. She decided that the response to that would be Her Story, Inc. In this episode, you'll hear Shamisha and I diving into the topic of equity and representation for families of color and how Her Story, Inc. provides support. This is a really important conversation for everyone to hear, but especially birthing professionals and birthing people. I know this topic might make people a little uncomfortable or defensive, but birthing people of color, specifically Black women, have incredibly high rates of maternal mortality in the United States. And if you're someone having a baby or you're someone that works with people who have babies, you should be aware of amazing organizations like Her Story, Inc., All that to say, enjoy my conversation with Shamisha, and if you're called to, learn more about Her Story, Inc. and how to be a part of it or support it. Hi, Shamisha. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk with you. I'm such a fan of all of the work that you're doing. So important for Orange County. So introduce yourself. Tell us about you and Her Story and all of the amazing things that you're doing in Orange County. Yeah, thank you. My name is Shamisha Bolton. I am a registered nurse of 12 years, uh, also a certified lactation education specialist. I am also founder and executive director of Her Story, Inc. We are a nonprofit based in Orange County that provides, our whole mission is to provide a safe space for BIPOC birthing families to learn and feel seen and thrive, which was missing in Orange County. There are probably a thousand plus nonprofits in Orange County, and not one of them was geared towards BIPOC birthing families. There are other maternal health organizations, things like that, but no one seemed to see that there are so many complexities when being a birthing person of color, especially in an area where you're so sparse. My experience really started when I delivered in Orange County Hospital, and it was supposed to be a baby-friendly hospital, but it didn't seem like it applied to everyone. My nurse came in and put a bottle of formula on the counter with no instructions. I was trying, I think my daughter was maybe an hour old at that point. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't have a doula. I didn't have the information that I'd have now. And she put a bottle of formula on the counter and she left. She came back maybe about 45 minutes later and essentially scolded me and told me that I gave her too much. And I said, well, what were your instructions? You didn't provide me with any instructions. You just assumed that I knew how much to give a newborn. The nurse the next morning came in and she was patient 
And she got the lactation consultant in the room and she sat on the bed with me and she says, this is how you latch the baby. This is what you're supposed to do. And I said, okay. So that kind of pushed me into this, okay, where are lactation consultants at in Orange County? Then when I looked them up, I'm like, okay, where are lactation consultants of color? And essentially they didn't exist. So there was, I could find like maybe two in all of Orange County. So I decided I wanted to get certified in lactation. So I went to Breastfeed LA, took the classes, and they sent me to get my mentorship hours to the same exact hospital on the same unit. (laughs) So I said, okay, this is full circle. And I saw that not much had changed. And this was several years later. Women of color were still being labeled aggressive when they asked too many questions. Patients of color who did not speak English well, were not always provided the translators that they needed. I just saw so many problems. So I picked up the phone and I called other birth workers, other people in in birth work that I knew lived in Orange County. And I said, I want to start a nonprofit specifically for BIPOC birthing families in Orange County. And everyone I asked said yes. So that's how we got started. And that was mid-2021 when we first got started. And fast forward almost two years later, we have received grants that most nonprofits of how young we are would never receive. We've made so many partnerships with the County of Orange and things like that. But the one of the things I'm most proud of is our doula program, Birth Women OC, which stands for Birth Initiative for Reproductive Rights, Transforming and Healing Women of Color. The biggest barrier that we found when we started doing focus groups with doulas and community members is cost. That's the biggest barrier. The average doula in Orange County runs between, depends on what their services are, between $1,500 and $4,000. The average person does not have that additional money to give to one person. So even if you want to do it, you can't afford it. So we wanted to make this program completely free, but we wanted to have some kind of buy-in because sometimes people hear free and they take advantage. So we wanted to say, okay, it's free, but we need you to take this childbirth education class also. And we need you to take this lactation class, which at the end, it still benefits them. But we wanted them to have that buy-in as well. And then essentially helps them create community. You have all these pregnant people who are due within a month or two of each other. So that's an amazing opportunity to have when you can create this community of other pregnant people going through the same thing you are and support each other. We have mamas from our first cohort who are donating milk to each other. And it's just beautiful to see. Say, hey, I have an extra crib. Does anybody want it? Or, And now we are currently recruiting for our third cohort of, of um, birthing people, which is going to be December 28th through January 27th is going to be the third cohort. But I'm really excited about what we've been able to do in such a short period of time. And it's due to our team, our day-to-day team, which is our, which is Jamila, who's our doula slash outreach coordinator, and then Stephanie, who's our program assistant. They're both doulas, so they understand the ins and outs, but our board is amazing. Our board is made up exclusively of moms, so they get it, but they all come from different walks of life. So they have so many different birthing experiences, but we all have the same goal in mind. 
They help us write grants. They volunteer. They go to the store. Whatever is necessary, they do it. And I think that's very rare to find a, a board who actually cares that much. And I think that just is a, a testament to the cause. And I think it's very easy to hear California and think, oh, it's great there. Everybody is accepted and everybody has equal opportunity. But we see, especially in Orange County, which is its own little bubble, but even LA County, all over California, things aren't perfect, right? So that kind of leads into my first big question is why does Her Story Inc. exist? You, I have your experience, which I also birthed in Orange County. I have clients all over Orange County. What other than your experience, what are you seeing that is making this is important? There is a true lack of representation. We've had so many people just randomly call us and say, hey, I'm looking for a doula of color. But when I Google and when I Yelp, I don't see anybody. Do you have anybody that you can recommend? And we get those calls weekly. So the lack of representation in, when it comes to the hospitals and doulas, there's a huge need to create more birth workers of color but also to create more healthcare workers of color because it truly makes a difference. And I've, ha- I've done a couple of webinars where I've talked to healthcare providers about bias because implicit bias is where I call it explicit bias because it's in your face. It's not even hidden anymore. But when you have so many providers who think one way about a group of people And it comes out in how they're treated, especially when you have a patient who says I'm in pain and it's not being addressed. I've had I've heard nurses say, oh, you can tough it out. You can handle it. How do you know what her pain tolerance is? Or I've heard nurses at the nurse's station say, oh, our translator is out. I don't know what she's asking me for, but I think she's okay." I'm just like, (laughs) Oh, if you don't really know what she's doing, because it's simple to, to pull up Google Translate on your phone. It's not that hard, but it's a matter of actually wanting to grow and actually checking your own bias. I talk a lot about doing the internal work. That's I think that is what will help the system overall, because the healthcare system in America is broken. It is severely broken, but it's where 90 percent of births still happen. So you're essentially sending these people into a broken system where people are not ready to do the self-work and say, you know what? I got to do some internal work before I I deal with this client and say, oh, I don't see color. If you don't see color, then you don't truly see me. So it's a lot of education and unlearning. I think that's why we exist, because we do so much teaching. When we go to fairs and events, we're constantly teaching. People still don't know what a doula is. (laughs) So we still have to work on that. Why do I need a doula? As soon as they find out what a doula is, they're like, how come I didn't know that during pregnancy? How come I didn't? And so it's a constant just teaching. Right now, we're trying to partner with other hospitals to try to get in there and talk to their nurses and talk to their staff so they can get a better understanding of why doulas are so essential. So for somebody who they don't know a lot. Let's say you're a birthing person. You don't really know exactly what you're getting into. Why is it important for there to be equality? Why is there important for there to be representation? What is at stake here if you don't know about kind of our, our maternal mortality rate, the kind of way birthing people can be treated all throughout the United States? 
explain a little bit about that if you like for somebody who has no idea what's going on with birthing. So over the past, I would say probably 40 plus years in the United States, there has been a maternal mortality crisis, but specifically in the Black community. Over COVID, over the past three years, it got worse. It just highlighted how much racism plays such a huge role in how patients are treated in the hospital system. It is not about equality. It's about equity. Because if you have, let's say you have a hospital in Laguna compared to a hospital in Inglewood, you may have the same doctors, but you may not have the same equipment. You may not have access to the same things. So it's not a just because you're in a hospital does not mean it's equitable. Equity is about seeing that person for who they are, acknowledging that there is a crisis because too many people, too many healthcare workers who work in the hospital every day still don't even acknowledge that there's a crisis. That's the problem. If you're dealing with birthing people all day long and you still don't even know, you know what? She's probably terrified. If you don't even acknowledge that you missed that window for her to build that trust with you. So I just really think that people have to take the time to do their own research. You cannot expect people of color to educate you. You have to take the time and find out for yourself. If you're a birth worker, you have to say, you know what? There's a huge issue in this country. What can I do to combat that? And I tell healthcare workers, I tell providers all the time, have that hard conversation. Have you ever felt discriminated against by your provider? Have you felt heard and seen when you talk to your provider about your concerns when it comes to your health or your pregnancy? Things like that way they know you actually understand. Because when we admit patients to the hospital, we ask them about their sexual history, their drug history, but we don't ask about things that they really truly care about. So I think that's the biggest thing that people really need to to take advantage of. And that's something that I think your organization is calling for and does. It's not that I think all birth workers, especially in areas like Orange County, We need to be unlearning and questioning what makes me think this way Mm -hmm. and listening, right? So for birthing people, what are some of the services that you are offering along with these classes and these doulas? What else are you providing and how does that really work? If you are somebody due, like you said, between December, January or beyond, what are some of the services that you're offering? We also offer a monthly support group for the people that are in our cohort. But even if you fall outside of those dates, we still welcome people to show up. We also offer just that community. We've created an extensive resource list because we have people who come to us who are not just pregnant, but are housing insecure, are food insecure. They have come with a host of other issues. Sometimes I feel like I'm a social worker. I'm like, okay, let me call this person. Let me call this person. With all of those other organizations that we've reached out to, to help our clients, we've created an extensive list. So we have a list of fertility specialists because some people will call looking for that list of daycares, things like that. So it's a lot of these places, it's more than just a Google 
Google search is that relationship. So like a warm handoff, because when you call and they don't expect your call, they may not give you the same attention. So we always want to make sure that we're addressing all of their needs outside of being pregnant. And then we make sure to include the family. So with our childbirth education classes, we encourage them to bring their partner because we do a lot of activities. Like the last class, we do baby wearing. So the partners get to learn all these different baby wearing techniques and what to do and how to support your partner and things like that. So we don't want to just make it about the birthing person. We want to include the entire family. We encourage people to bring their kids if they need to, because everybody doesn't have a babysitter on a Saturday morning. And we've played babysitter many times. We do whatever is necessary to make sure that they get the care they need. If you need a ride to get to the class, we will call you a lift. So things like that, we just really want to make sure that any barriers that people would have to say, oh, I can't get there. I can't do this. We've canceled all those barriers. You don't have any excuses just to come. (laughs) So that's our biggest thing is just simply show up and invest in yourself. I love that. Your last event that I went to I learned about so many services that are available in Orange County that like I had never even heard about or knew that I could offer to my clients and say, have you heard about this? You can get this covered. You can go here. And it's just great. The community, because I think it is a big barrier, just you're pregnant and you want to find somebody trustworthy. You want to find someone that looks like you, that is going to empathize with you and understand you. And that's a big hurdle just to be like spending the hours to find a lactation consultant. That's going to be like empathetic. So for people that are birth workers, you have doulas and how else can they get involved and be supportive of your amazing organization? It's, I feel like I was saying earlier, take the time to begin to educate yourself on the barriers that currently face families of color, really immerse yourself because if you are supporting families of color, you have to take your own opinion out. You have to take your own bias out and you have to learn about that culture. What do they do? What practices do they go by? Things like that. It's about the cultural competency because When you come in and say, why do they eat that? Or why do they do that? Instead of saying, okay, I see that you do X, Y, Z. Can you explain about that a little bit more? There's ways to say things without seeming like you don't know what's happening. I think it's a matter of finding that community because when we were looking for different doula collectives and things like that in Orange County, I found one but it was exclusively made of white women. That's okay. (laughs) So we have a lot of work to do. So it's about not just putting in those token people here and there, but it's a mindset shift. Why are there only this amount, this type of people in this collective? Why are we not embracing other doulas? We have a doula that we consult with. She's been a doula in Orange County for the past 20 years. And for many of those years, she thought she was the only Black doula in all of Orange County um, because she could not find anyone else who looked like her who was doing birth work. 
And it's been beautiful for her to be able to just be embraced by these newer doulas because she gets to teach them all this stuff that she knows. But then now she has her own doula community. So we not only empower our clients, but we also empower our doulas. So with our doula coordinator, she does a doula synergy group every month with them. Sometimes we do it in person. Sometimes we do it virtually, but it's just about debriefing your births, things like that. Just really knowing that you have a community because we don't want to create more burnt out birth workers. We have enough of those. So we want to create a a community where you know that I can just simply be, I don't have to be overwhelmed. I know people have my back. So that's one thing that we were adamant about is to nurture our doulas the same way we nurture our clients. Yes, it's easy to be burned out as a doula. So we need to unlearn, we need to listen. And I think it's really important for doulas in Orange County If you are white, you need to have resources for people, like no matter their ethnicity, their race, you need to be able to connect them with a lactation consultant, another birth doula, a postpartum doula. If you're looking at your resource list and it's only white people, like that's something you got to work on. You can't be only connecting people with other white doulas and acupuncturists and chiropractors. You have to have a more diverse set of people to refer to. And that's where you come in learning. So going into upcoming events, this episode will release after your next event, but I still want you to talk about it in other events, but share what does her story have going on? Yes. So August 26th and 27th, we are hosting alongside with the Ari Kenzo Foundation, a multicultural maternal health expo, which is two days of good food relaxation, community, learning, free childcare, just a lot of education too. But we want people to walk away feeling not only full in their spirits, can walk away and say, you know what? That was an amazing two days. Like I really got so much out of that. We want people to walk away with community resources. That's why we want to, we're having a doula access station where several doulas such as yourself are going to be coming in in increments of 20 minutes, highlighting what they do, whether that's baby wearing, whatever it is. We didn't want to just give out cards. We wanted people to physically see, this is who's serving Orange County. These are the people that are here. These are the people that you can call on. We're also going to have UCI med students and nursing students doing blood pressure and nutrition screenings. We're also going to have a therapy table where a licensed therapist is going to be doing depression screenings, anxiety screenings, PTSD, addiction, all the things, because there are so many aspects. We wanted to cover all the aspects where you can get relaxation, you can get a screening over here. We're having massages on Sunday, free of charge. They're only five minutes, but it's still free. (laughs) We're also doing two yoga classes on Saturday, free of charge. And that's for anybody, not just birthing people. You just have to sign up in advance so she knows how many people are coming. We're having relaxation pods for parents. We're going to do 15, 20 minute increments. You can go take a nap. 
smells like lavender, whatever you need to do. Sunday, we're going to have a father's area where they can just go and talk about whatever and just be in community. We're having panels. You name it, it's happening. So we're having cooking demos, just so many things. Wow. I'll be there. I'm very excited. And I think what I love so much about your organization is, like you said about that doula that has been practicing in Orange County for 20 plus years, is just the awareness and the connection of these are people. And I think on some level, all new parents feel that it's very isolating to have a baby, but especially in Orange County for BIPOC people, it's very isolating. So your newer organization, what is coming up for you? What does the future look like? One of our big goals is to eventually open a birth center. We want to have a place where people can come and get matched with the doula. You can have your baby in the back. You can take your nutrition class over here. You can, we want to create a one-stop shop where you, you can see a midwife here. You can do whatever. And it'll be close enough to a hospital that if you need to go to the hospital, you can still go. But we want to create a one-stop shop where you won't have to go anywhere else for any of your birthing needs. Yeah, that's the goal. That's I'm the goal. Glad. I see that for you. I'll imagine it for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell us for maybe birth workers that want to get involved, birthing folks, where can people connect with you? Yeah. So we put a lot of our updates on Instagram. So that's we are on her story inc 21 on Instagram and then also org as well. I will connect that. Thank you so much for giving me your time and all the amazing things that you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And that's a wrap on my conversation with Shamisha Abotaman from Her Story, Inc. Their information will be in the show notes. So if you want to know more about the amazing work that they're doing, you can connect with them. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting Ready for Baby. I will see you back here in two weeks. Mm -hmm.